for recording. This is Dr. James. We have a podcast. We have a, some interesting people with us today. I've, uh, myself, of course, Dr. James. We've got Scott, which is an herbalist and a physician. Uh, we've got Veronica, my wife. She's, she's We recruit her to do show notes so everybody can find it on the Internet, but she always has a wonderful uh, point of view, and we like that. And we also have Karen uh, from Wildly Natural Foods in Farmington. Uh, she's a, a retail store that has carried our products for how many years now? 16, 18? About 15, maybe. About 15 years. Mm-hmm. So she has a real interesting perspective, and we wanted to talk to her about um, her experience in the store. So I want to kind of give you an idea of why we're doing this podcast. I have had a, a mission in our company to help and work with mom and pop health food stores because I've seen the big boys and I'm just going to call them the big boys you know who they are the, the liquor stores <laughs> they have health food stores health food sections in them and then of course the vitamin shops that are national uh, that have a tendency to kill mom and pop health food stores uh, I've seen it happen time after time after time and you get a health food store that's just making uh, people feel better and they've got good products and then the big boys come in <clears throat> and undercut the health food stores significantly if the, if not the, I think they even go to cost many times and then the health food stores that have been there forever they have education they know how the products work and a lot of times these big corporate giants come in and and they use minimum wage people that know nothing and I just don't think it's a nice trend. I think it's a trend that I've tried to fight forever. And not only that, another thing that's running out small mom-and-pop health food stores are, is the Internet. They come and get the education at a small mom-and-pop health food store, and they go to the Internet where they can find it cheaper. Right. They, they may buy the first bottle from you, but then oftentimes they go to the Internet where they can find it somewhere else cheaper, and they can get free shipping if they get enough. It's... It's really brutal out there for mom and pop stores these days. I mean, how can they even stay in business? And, and Karen has been an amazing um, inspiration to a lot of mom and pop stores because you've been in this health food business from when you guys started out as a little health food store to in your heyday of making all kinds of money to having a big health food store come on right. come in on you. Let's go. Let's get Karen to talk a little bit about the. The beginnings of Wildly Natural here in Farmington. Uh, how long has it been going? How long has Wildly Natural been in existence? Well, um, Dr. Nish opened the store in 1993, um, so it's what, 20, 23 years old. Um, and he started a small little shop. He had some supplements, he had some bulk food. Um, I don't really know a whole lot what happened the first four, five, six years. Um, I've been here 18 years, so I can only speak for the last 18 years. Well, let's forget so. <laughs> the first part of that. So tell us, tell us, why did you, why did you personally get into the health food store? I mean, was it something that you really had some leanings for, or did you just going to go to work? Oh no, it's a, a way of life for me. Um, ever since I turned 20, I've been eating um, whole foods, uh, organic, eating organic, trying to be healthy, stay healthy. Um, I've done that my whole life when I moved to Farmington 
20 years ago, um, I needed a job. And, of course, I would go to a natural food store first to find a job. That was That's my passion. That's what's important to me. And I think that if we're going to work, we need to work at a job we like. It should be something we can um, really um, pursue and be happy with. So I'm going to also mention she has another passion, and that's weaving. You, have, you, you grow your own wool, don't you? I do, yes. <laughs> I have my own sheep, I shear, I spin, weave, dye. So. so we're not going to talk about that other than just tell people you're an <laughs> awesome weaver. Uh, about the only time I've ever seen her take time off is she's going to some, what do they call them? Not a, not a, a fiber festival. A fiber, a fiber a festival. Fiber festival. <laughs> so you can find Karen at a fiber festival if she's not a wildly natural. One so, fiber or the other, right? <laughs> <laughs> Food fiber or animal fiber. Or <laughs> so, so would you classify yourself as an old hippie? Yes. So you're you're one of the original hippies. Yes. Wow. The clean cut hippie. Clean hippie. Not the the, uh, the happy hippie. Not <laughs> Dr. Niche is kind of leans toward the hippie type place too and we really appreciate him having such a wonderful healthy store so so the first beginnings of wildly natural uh, what's going on you were, were you in this location no this is our third location okay um, why'd you move uh, well first I'm not sure why he moved the first time I don't think it was a big enough store it was sort of in an odd spot um, a little bit it's a little bit hard to see then he moved into this mall and he was clear in the back um, and we just about died back there. I'm not sure of all the reasons. I think some of it was just um, people not caring the right way. His managers weren't caring for it well. Plus, we could not be seen. The parking was bad. Location, location, yes. location. Yeah. So you got a good location. Right. We moved up front. We, people can see us right from the road. It's pretty hard not to see us, although people have been here, lived in town for 25 years and said, oh, how long have you been here? I didn't know you were here. <laughs> so That's kind still, of discouraging. It is, sort of, yeah. <laughs> but we're, it's right up front where people can see good, relatively good parking, so we're very visible on a busy street. So how many health how many health mom and pop health food stores have been in Farmington? Um, that I know of, probably um, maybe four or five others. Come and go or yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, so tell us, were you were you a successful health food store? You didn't have. I mean, with all these four or five, were you? Were you cranking out some product to the people here in Farmington? Um, sometimes, yes. Kind of put you on the spot. Not. How much money were yeah. you making? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not sh I know when I first started, the store was really struggling. And then Dr. Nish uh, moved the store up front where it was more visible and put a bunch of money into it. Um, and then things started picking up. Okay, now I know you know we need to talk a little bit about money because the whole purpose of this is to help save the mom and pop health food stores. In your heyday, what do you think you were doing per day? How many customers were coming in? What are you, what were you grossing? Well, do you mind I, talking about that? No, that's okay. Um, I think when things were going really, really good, we were doing when my books for a small store, we were doing like five grand a day. And okay. then, <laughs> and, and then what happened? And then one of the big stores came in, and we bottomed out um, to like a thousand a day. So it was a huge hit. Kind of scary, wasn't it? Very scary. Very scary. And let me speak to that too. Uh, I was 
my product was in your store at that time. Let's go back a little bit. When, when my product, which is a clinical strength formula, it's not a typical formula, it's not nationally advertised, it's a private label. I was privately labeling for you. Did you notice a difference in your sales when, when you started carrying our formulas? Yes, sales started going up, um, but they didn't go up as fast as they could have because we didn't have the training. And the more we trained our employees and the more we had them focus on the best products in the store, which is Dr. James's products, um, that's when things really started picking up. So when your staff got behind you? Yes. So then has your approach been a little different when you hire somebody? Well, first of all, when I hire someone, I have to make sure that they're going to be here for a while. I don't want someone who's going to be getting in and out of a job for, you know, two or three jobs a year. They Right off the top, forget it. It's but tough to train people like that is. constantly, it isn't is. it? So I usually ask for, you know, can you give me a couple years? Because it takes a while to train people. Um, so that's one of the things. The other thing is, even though someone might know something about herbs, they need to follow our protocol. So when someone comes in and says, I've got, I've got this particular issue, I train my girls, you go to the Dr. James wall, okay? And, and that's where we start. We don't say, well, oh, hydrangea works really good for this. No, we go and show the product that Dr. James would have for the particular product. We don't, because we can buy um, hydrangea anywhere. We can buy... Um, we can buy any number of herbs or some sort of herbal combination someplace else, but they can only buy Bladney. They can only buy Fection at our store. Which, incidentally, are our, our formula names. And with um, talking about this, Dr. James's formulas and how they've helped, but that's not the only thing that you have the employees sell. I mean, you have other products. You can't fill your whole shell <laughs> shelves with just Dr. James's right. products. Right. And there are a lot of other good private labels or companies out there that don't sell to the big stores. Well, have those helped your store at all, having those in your yes, store? Yes, What are those? Let's um, share those with uh, the people with the listing. Okay, well, our three main products we have is uh, the first product that is the best is the Dr. James products. Then Dr. Niche, who is a um, past owner of the store. And then uh, Nature's Purist. So those are our three brands that we try to sell above, way above everything else. Um, because they can get nowhere else in town. Nowhere else for probably 200 miles. So unique products. Very unique products, yes. And, yes. Doc, and Dr. Nisha's products is, are private labeled for him. Yes. So those are things that you need to consider as, as you realize that the, the big boys are going to, if they're not in your town now, they will be, uh, is a good idea to have a, a private labeled multivitamin formula. Yes. Okay. Um, when the big boys came in, you dropped down to about $1,000 a day. That was a real shocker. So what, what, what did you do? First off, you panicked. Yes, sort of, you know, really freak out for and, a while. <laughs> and then I was, I was as, a, as a vendor, I was concerned because I, I wanted Wiley Natural to be a viable health food store because I've seen this happen in other, other towns, other markets, <clears throat> and I wanted them to survive. Partly out of, yes, I'd like to sell my products, but I've got a lot of people here in Farmington that rely on my products for, for their health uh, problems. So we, we sat down and we talked, and we decided that we were going to act instead of react. Um, 
Were there some products you got rid of when the big boys came in? Oh, yeah, we got rid of most of our, our packaged food. Okay. Um, and that's pretty, and a lot of the body care went. We still have body care. We still have some packaged food. But with the packaged foods, we've really been pretty particular, not 100%, because, well, if somebody really wants it, I will carry it for them. Um, but I try to get things that are non-GMO, try to do organic, um, have the top of the line, the best quality I can find out there. But then we also have the bulk foods, so we try to teach people, instead of buying crackers, let me tell you how to make crackers. Or this is how you make food, instead of buying packaged food, let us give you some recipes, let us give you some ideas, how to use the bulk food, how to use the herbs and spices. So, so basically, yeah, all the, most of the packaged food went. So how did you decide which products to not carry anymore? Well, after the first year of the new store coming in, I threw out, I forget, Scott, you were here. We We've noticed that um, throughout the year, your orders stay pretty consistent with our products, whether it's in the winter or not. Or And you've said recently there's you've been had a slump of business, yet we haven't seen it in the, the your orders to us <laughs> with the oil fields going down. I mean, um, why do you think that is? Because I keep stressing to my employees, go to Dr. James's wall. We call it the Dr. James wall because they can only get things here um, from Dr. James. You, so that's it. We, I, the girls are learning more and more about Dr. James's products all the time, and they're learning that that's where they must go first. Uh, so does that make sense? Yeah. So the, uh, some of the other products, like the single herbs that we have or formulas from other companies... Um, bottom line, I'll say, well, what does Dr. James have for that? You know, think about it. But so. also, when um, you can send your employees to do that, but then it's not only new people that they lead to there. In order for a consistent thing to happen, there would have to be people that actually come back to those products. Right. Is now, there Versus products that you use, is there a big turnaround of people continuing to come back and use that product versus others? Yes, and also, the, sometimes when people come... They're not sure if they want to purchase a, a Dr. James product. So the girls are handing out sheets about the different formulas. Oh, here's a sheet on Hayes so you can better understand it. Take it home and read about it. And then, you know, you can come back and you, why don't you try some after you get finished reading about it. So they're educating the customers about it, too. They, we hand out, I have no idea how many sheets of paper a day they hand out on the product. But do people who, when they buy them, they get the sheet. And also a potential customer. So we're educating not only our employees, but our customers on the product. So, so then what you're so saying is... They're coming it, back and getting it. If somebody wants it. a product on hair growth and they got to have Boniva or some product, you'll, you'll sell that to them cheerfully, mm -hmm. but you'll say you may want to check out... Uh, Tissue man to give them a page. Is that what right, you're telling exactly, me? Exactly, exactly. Okay. I have thrown down a challenge to most all the health food stores of find me something that people walk in for, except for, you know, looking for vitamin A and stuff like that. Find me some ailment that my formulas don't take care of. I have never had anyone find an ailment that my formulas do not take care of. Why? Because they're, they've, they came out of the clinic, not the marketplace. We don't sell things to, to make the marketplace happy. We sell things to help my patients get better. That's it. So we appreciate everybody. We appreciate you, Veronica, to chiming in here every once in a while. <laughs> uh, we will watch for Karen 
on the next podcast. And we'll, we'll try to continue a little bit of this because we don't want mom and pop health food stores to be extinct. We want them to flourish. And yes, it, it does get discouraging at times, but maybe we've given you something to think about. You can contact us through the email. If you have questions about this particular podcast, don't hesitate to do that.